0: When I think about family, I think a lot of different things, to be honest. The first of which is, of course, the family in which I was born to. My mom, my dad, my sister. My immediate family unit. But then I could expand that a little bit to also include my grandparents, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, my extended family. But then, I also started thinking about others that I call family, such as my church family. Those here at First Presbyterian that have surrounded me, Loved me, supported me, encouraged me, prayed with me, prayed for me. And then I think about the families that we choose to belong to. Our friends. Who sometimes become so close that they are as if they are very family themselves. Family. It's an exciting and an encouraging thing for me, and as we come together today, it's, it is in its essence a celebration of family, a celebration of the families that God put us in and brought us into. As we look at these tartans around the room, each one is a representation Of a family and maybe you don't find your name on necessarily one of these tartans but know whether your name is there or not you are also included among the family however you may identify that whether it's blood or bond And so today, our scripture this morning comes out of Ephesians chapter 3. Now, Ephesians is a funny book in the Bible. I I think it's, it's a little bit funny. Because Paul is writing it to the church in Ephesus, which is a port city. It is full of all kinds of different people from all kinds of different backgrounds, Kind of like the church. And that is exactly what he is writing to. A church in Ephesus. And his primary concern in his letter to the Ephesians is one about unity. About unity in the body of Christ. Unity in the church. But I find it interesting that throughout his letter, one way in which he approaches unity is by addressing family. By talking about the family unit. In fact, if you look through all of Paul's letters, I could argue that every single one of them involves some commentary about the importance of family. About the importance of being joined together. First, he talks about husbands and wives and their relationship of love and respect toward each other. In Ephesians and Colossians and his letters to the Corinthians, he even speaks about the role of children in the family. It's amazing to me how much family is actually spoken about in Scripture. In fact, if we go all the way back to the beginning, what was God's very first blessing to Adam and Eve in Genesis? Be fruitful and multiply. God's intention from the very beginning of creation is, in fact, family. Emphasis on family, on being together, a family unit. And so today, hear this passage from Ephesians chapter 3, 14 through 21. For this reason, I, Paul, bow my knees before the Father. Before the Father. How interesting that even God uses family language in which to refer to himself according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. I just love that passage. I love that Paul makes very clear the importance of family from the Father. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. When God created in the beginning, he had the intention of family being an important part of his creation. We've already talked about how the very first blessing for Adam and for Eve would be that they would be fruitful and multiply. But from there, we begin to see story after story about families. It wasn't that just Noah got on the ark, it was Noah and his three sons and his son's wives were included. It wasn't that just Abraham was the one that received the covenant, but it was a covenant with his family and his wife, Sarah. And for the blessing that they would receive a child in Isaac, and Isaac would be blessed to have his sons, Esau and Jacob. And then Jacob would be blessed with his sons, 12 in all, making up the many tribes of Israel. God's intention from the very beginning was to have this focus and emphasis on the family. But why? Because it is through families that blessing is received and given. He blessed Adam and Eve. He made covenant with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, why? so that they would be a blessing. They were blessed to be a blessing. His promise in the beginning after Adam and Eve fell from grace, fell into disobedience was that there would be the promise of what? A seed from the woman. A child. Family. And that seed would crush the head of Satan. So that sin would be forgiven. That we would have eternal life. How did God decide to send Jesus into the world? Through a family. Could have been very easy for Jesus to become a part of this creation by descending from heaven himself. Nobody would mistake who he was then. But God used family. God used family. Family. One of the verses that I think about when it comes to family actually comes out of Joshua 24, which is maybe a passage you've all heard before, or maybe you've seen it written in a household on like a little plaque, and it's hung up over a doorway. But I love this. This is Joshua and the people of God entering into the promised land and recommitting themselves to the Lord. And this is what Joshua says. He says, Now therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. You see, there's an important emphasis there that there's to be a fear of the Lord, a, a service to him in, in sincerity and in faithfulness. And as we read through and keep going through that letter to the Ephesians, we learn that, that Paul says no different. That the role of the father and the mother is to instill the commands of the Lord within their children, and to teach them, to obey them. What is is the father and mother instilling? A fear of the Lord, to serve Him in sincerity and faithfulness. To put away the gods that your father served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your father served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That can also be translated as, but as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. It's an encouragement, an exhortation that we as families have the responsibility to each other. But even more than that, that our responsibility to one another does one thing. It spurs us to faithfulness to God. It reminds us of His faithful covenant from the very beginning, the blessing of family that as we engage with one another, that other families too are blessed. And so for this reason, I bow my knees before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named and then Paul goes on to recite a blessing to the Ephesians that according to the riches of his glory not our own glory but his glory that he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit so when you are weak that he may be strong in your inner being. Not necessarily a strength of body, but a strength of spirit. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, not through works of the law but by believing in faith that he is who he is, that you would be rooted and grounded in what? In love. Our primary call as Christians to love. That you may have strength to comprehend with all the saints. That is the family of God. What is the breadth and length and height and depth? And to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge. That one does throw me for a loop. Because he says to know the love, but it surpasses knowledge. Praise be the work of God in our lives. And that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Now, Tim, who is able to do far more abundantly than we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, that is his Holy Spirit, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all, what? Generations. Again, that family language, blessings upon blessings, blessed to bless forever and ever. Amen. You see, I truly do believe that the Lord wants to work within our families, both those in which, to which we were born, but for others, for those to which we bond, friends, neighbors that have become close, who also participate in this family existence with one another. So that in our families, we would better reveal Jesus Christ to the world. Who himself was born into a family. A family that in him, through him, all things were made. That in Jesus coming in the form of a babe and living the life that he lived, perfect and without sin. He went to the cross for you and for me for the forgiveness of our sins and that we are forgiven if all we do is call upon his name and believe in our heart that he is Lord he will save us for he rose from the dead putting death in its grave That we would be restored into relationship with our Father who is in heaven and may live eternally in that relationship forever and ever and ever. This is the good news of Jesus. This is the good news of faith. This is the good news of family. Given and blessed by God. And so, today, we will have the opportunity, each one, as a family, to come forward and to receive a blessing. This blessing found in Ephesians so that you would be blessed to bless others. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, we are thankful for the good work that you have done in this church and that you are doing in this community and in this world. Lord, when all seems lost and hopeless, we know that we can be full of hope. Because even in the darkest night, there is a glimmer of light, which is the Christ who came into the world and was the light of the world and the life Of men. We love you, Lord. Amen.